0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And we're wide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host, Jake LaFleur, and I'm glad to welcome you here in the world of sports that I call my circus show, Jake from Sports Talk, here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. And I want to thank everybody. For tuning in today, if you're listening locally, like I said, on the uh, 104.1, 106.5, or sorry, flip-flop, that 104.5, 106.1. But uh, yeah, I want to remind everybody, tune in uh, via the app, which can be downloaded, uh, Lone Star uh, Community Radio app, IR Lone Star app, either way, both names will get you there. On any Android or Apple device, listen to me worldwide, listen to the station worldwide, or obviously you can go to the IrLonestar.com app uh, or sorry website and uh, you can listen to me worldwide there as well as the rest of the station. Uh, That way you've got you've got me anywhere in your life anywhere in your world and follow me follow the show on Facebook follow it on YouTube at Jake from Sports Talk and it's both the same both on uh, YouTube and Facebook and then as well uh, my email has now been officially changed. So it's now Jake from Sports at gmail.com. Use any one of those formats to contact the show, reach out to to me in the station, and and let me know what you think. Get involved in the uh, in the conversation. I want I want to hear feedback. I want to hear I want to hear you know arguments, dialogues. You know, it's it's nice to have a, a little a little hatred in in our lives every once in a while. It helps relieve some stress, you know. And uh, we got our uh, we got our intern here in on. Uh, filling in an engineering duties today. Yep. How you doing, Jaden? I'm doing good, back again. Yeah, I'm week back two. in week 2. Nice yeah. to have you there. Yeah. How's it feel being behind the board Is this your first time?
2: Yeah, just by myself, it's the first time. It's a lot more simple now that I've been here for what, a week and a half? Now. A week and a half. Yeah. yeah, it's not a hard job. Day do... 1, I was just don't way tell... over my head. Don't
1: tell my parents, you know, cuz they <laughs> paid me, you know, paid for 4 years worth of college so I can learn how to do a simple job. <laughs> No, no. If you're listening, Mom and Dad, I love you. Love you very, very much. (laughs) All right. Well, yes, reach out to me. Get in touch with the show. Tell me if you think I'm right. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I would love to have the opportunity to prove that I know you're wrong and that I'm right. So, no, just kidding. Just kidding. All right, let's begin. Let's get this show on the road. All right, so as we start out every show, every week, we discuss what we missed over the past week since the last time we talked, So, since last Wednesday. And the past couple weeks have been just Basketball, NBA, heavy free agency dominated talk. And this week, is well, ba- yeah, basically this is no different.
2: The first show since free agency started, because last week it was leading up to it. It was so. all, pro- you know, what
1: could happen, right? Yeah. And, and now yeah. that it's actually, the window has opened and we are flooded, uh, you know, with just, I I got to say, it's entertaining. It really is. It is.
2: There's a lot of questionable decisions. At the same time, there's a lot of pretty good ones yeah and so
1: well you know we're going to get into the full nba discussion and uh i like having Jaden in here because he knows more he follows the nba a little closer than i do Mm -hmm. so i think he knows a little more of the ins and outs of the i don't know the workings i guess i can tell you the 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 plays and and the 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 strategic nature of on the court play rather than you know all the who's going to match up well with who He, he knows more of that but yeah so We do have the biggest story, or the two big stories, I guess, coming from the NBA uh, so far are uh, the Indiana Pacers with the trading of Paul George to Oklahoma City for Oladipo and Sabanis, and then, um, like I said, we'll talk a little more about that uh, coming up in the third segment, and then uh, Gordon Hayward uh, finally, yeah, finally announced his decision, yeah, from Butler. So you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out. like I said, we'll, we'll go a little further into it. But, yeah, he announced uh, that he was going to opt out of his fifth-year option and take his talents elsewhere, just like LeBron did. And last night he announced that he was going to go to the Boston Celtics. No real shocker. His camp leaked that already. Um, but, you know, it was a done deal essentially from all the teams that he met with, and we, it was just waiting for the official announcement. He came out and he he let out a real big, um, a real big statement. Uh, to the jazz fans, I guess, mm. and and to I guess the league and everything to kind of soften the blow of him leaving. He met yeah. with
2: no, that sucks for Utah. I mean,
1: because they had a six year plan in place yeah. and yeah, they and, were uh, on this, the rise
2: too, for sure. And I mean, this
1: kind of uh, I'm not kind of it definitely throws a wrench in that yeah. plan. So I'll be curious to see when we'll talk about you know what we think the Jazz are going to do. But I, I got to give him some props and some credit, you know, for for at least putting out and attempting to soften the blow but in yeah. in reality i mean he's uh, still leaving he's still leaving <laughs> and it's only leaving, so much, is leaving there's only so much that helps right so um also in the free agency or sorry uh, also somewhat of a sports related incident that um you know sad to hear uh, there was a terrible shooting that occurred at a nightclub in little rock arkansas and um darren mcfadden said that he had a um, a few of his family members were one of the 17 that were really? shot and injured. Uh, luckily, no deaths from mm. this, you know, event so yet. Good. But, you know, to Darren McFadden and his family and, and everybody else who was involved in that situation, always sad to hear that, you know, something like like this out of a silly altercation, you know, this kind of violence has to come from it. So just I wish everybody out there that was affected uh, speedy and, and full recovery and, and that, you know... Thoughts and prayers are with their family. So all right, and so lastly, I wanna talk, you know, really quickly about uh the Terry Francona situation, uh, that isn't making a lot of headlines. And I guess I'm talking about it because, you know, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. Yeah. And, you know, he he brought us our first championship in eighty six years. So <laughs> I, I, I have an undying love for the man. Yeah. Never even met him, but I I hear you. I mean he looks like a you know, a really nice guy. But he um he had to leave a game last week uh due to uh, Some dizziness, some lightheadedness, uh, elevated blood pressure, Mm. and they did some initial tests, and he came back for a few games, but he missed yesterday's game, and he may miss today's game as well. Uh, They were running some uh, further tests, and where I'm going with all this is not to, you know, bring the mood down or harshen the mood. Yeah, Jake, come on. I know, (laughs) I know, but it's to to start our—it's a segment transition. We're going to talk when we come back in the next segment about baseball, but— in a all-star, you know, heavy kind of way. Right here, I, I kind of want to talk about the rules of baseball, the game of baseball itself. And over the past few years, you've heard mumblings and rumors of different things that are going to happen to in order to make the game more interesting, to make the game... Robot uh, umpires. Easier to play. <laughs> Robot umpires is one of those, you know, a faster-paced sort of game. And uh, and I, I am... A big fan of that because yeah. I, you look at what these guys go through 162 games in 181 days. Yeah, that's less than 20 days off, less than 20 days off, and, and that long of a stretch. And you're playing, you know, grueling nine innings and you're playing just dead heat of summer. Yeah. A lot of these stadiums are, are outdoors, still open, yeah, and they're, they're going nine, eight, ten you know games in a row and a lot of the times they're 3 4 weeks on the road away from home away from family and here's the result of what ends up happening from yeah. this 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 you know unfortunate event that Terry Francona is going through is you know it's rough and it, and I think I think it's avoidable and you know one of the things like um Chris and, Chris and Antonetti the uh, president for the Indians came out and said as I've continued to tell Tito which Tito is Terry Francona. Uh, the most important thing is his health and that we focus mostly on that. If that means he has to spend a day or two away from the ballpark, then that's what he needs to do. And, yeah, that that's great for, you know, a responsive mm-hmm. sort of reaction yeah. rather than— it's what you know, we
2: expect. Yeah,
1: right? It, you're being reactive, not proactive. And I think there's a lot of ways to be proactive here. I think you can—I um, don't want to go as far as to say, like, I've heard some people say shorten— an individual game mm-hmm. from nine to seven innings. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But I think cutting down, you know, like amount extra— Amount of games? A- amount of games from 162 mm-hmm. down to— I mean, that's universal,
2: too, across, like, most sports. Because like, the NBA wants to do that, too. They want to go from, what is it, 82 to 75, and then— uh, the, uh,
1: for the initial first step, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you, what do you need? You don't need 82 games. You don't need 162 don't need games, games to determine— yeah. You know who's the top sixteen teams that mm-hmm. should make the playoffs, right? You can, baseball. You can cut it down yeah, significant and a significant amount, I think. And then I think that, um, looking at it from extra innings, so games that go into extra innings, don't don't let the game go past twelve innings. Take twelve it to, innings. I, I don't know. It's always that's a third of a, that's a third of a game
2: extra. The thing with extra innings that I like, it's kind of like especially. They don't happen as often. Hopefully, hopefully, depending on how your season's going.
1: We had a we had an 18-inning game. But
2: that's this so year. memorable. That's so no one will ever forget that game, especially if you win. But if you lose, I get it. <laughs> I well, get it. Well, it's not.
1: But but you look at it from like the bullpen standpoint of, uh, you're killing your entire bullpen in that 18-inning yeah. game. In yeah. that 14-inning game, you're having to. Put guys on five-day DLs mm-hmm. just so you can clear some room on the roster, bring up some guys from AAA, and throw out kids that, uh, frankly, aren't ready to be in the pros yet. Def- well,
2: I wasn't thinking. I was thinking from a fan's perspective, but now that you have mentioned the managerial, you know, from strategic, that's, I kind of that's, do that's see tough, it. Yeah. and that's a
1: lot of strain on 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 the players, and that that makes you know some pitchers have to come some starting pitchers have to go in and do uh, and, and pitch a, a relief inning, and a, th- that screws up their rotation. A
2: big thing, too, going back to the game schedule, I mean, less than 162 is obviously a lot, but if we lessened it, I mean, we would see the pitchers have less arm injuries, and we'd actually get to see them play because there's every other year, like, you know, some big superstar pitcher, you know, Tommy John, yeah. straight from the beginning, and I mean— well, you're seeing Take, high school
1: kids get that. Yeah, yeah, get that definitely, now. yeah.
2: And and so I think you're seeing... Uh, kids are preparing themselves to throw their arms out. You exactly,
1: know? and and you're seeing a lot of parents talk about, you know, hey, I don't want my kid to necessarily play baseball because, A, it's too expensive. You've got to be on a club team or a select team mm-hmm. eventually. Eventually, If yeah. they're good I mean, if enough, right? If you want to be serious about yeah, it. Yeah, if you yeah. want to be serious about it. And that costs an arm and a leg for parents to, to mm-hmm. you know, try to put their kid in a, in a position to succeed, which... That doesn't help the sport. Um, You've got kids, you know, solely going in and saying, okay, I want to be a pitcher, and that, you know, before my arm is fully developed, I'm going to learn how to throw a Mm curveball, a changeup, and a slider to make myself the best possible. But then they're having these, you know, serious injuries, and that's causing major surgeries and everything. So it's, it's one of those things. I've got one more change that I would like to throw at you. But we, we do got to go to our first break, and so we're going to go to the first break, and we're going to uh, we're gonna come back, and we're going to talk a little more baseball, but it's going to be mainly an all-star break uh, talk and, and all that good stuff. So stick around. You're listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned, guys.
0: Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas.
1: Welcome back to Jake and Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Guys, get involved in the conversation. Come talk to me about the uh, baseball talk that we're, we're having right now. So we, we kind of got cut off there, and I don't want to hang around on this too much because I do want to go on to the all-star talk. But So when I was saying about the cutting off at 12 winnings, um, mm. and so basically obviously that would mean that you can't go past 12 innings, so there's going to be a tie. Yeah. So you go to a point system like hockey does. Mm. So if you tie... Both I was t- always
2: interested by that hockey, the whole hockey... And, and
1: Yeah, so I like it. So it, every, every game, if you go into a shootout,
2: Mm-hmm. And you, Is there a way to do a shootout in baseball, though? You think no, but you don't do a it. home run derby. At the end <laughs> yeah, of 12 know. Innings. Carlos, you know Stanton
1: versus a, you know Aaron Judge at the <laughs> yeah. end of every game. Now that would be entertaining. Yeah, that would be would. fun to watch. No, but you do it like a point system. So if you tie, you both get a single point. If you win before the twelfth or before the ninth inning or the twelfth inning, then you get two points. And if you lose, you get zero. Well, and, and in so the
2: spirit you, of July Fourth. I mean, that's kind of un-American. It's very un-American. To tie, I, you know? I understand it's very un-American. That's why baseball is the way it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and I know there's so many of these unwritten rules that you mm-hmm. can't change out there, but we're not in the we're 1920s in the eight, yeah. anymore. Like, you can
2: change things. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of in the middle. Okay, like, so, but the
1: other one I wanted to, to throw out for the pace of game to, to help speed up the process, limit, um, so only say, like, once or twice a game, you can change a pitcher in the middle of an inning. So you can change. At, so, like, if you, at the. I do. The, I, I,
2: from a fan's point of view, I agree because the commercial breaks, you know. And everything, it, it's. The it's, pitching coaches
1: take like 20 hours just to get out to Yeah, the exactly. And so they walk out and then it's the whole, you know, process of he's warmed up in the bullpen, but now mm-hmm. he's got to come back out here and warm up again and, and everything. And I, I'm totally for, you know, pitchers being prepared and ready, but mm-hmm. that slows up the whole process. So, say, you know, once or twice a game, you can actually change a pitcher in the middle of your uh, defensive inning, defensive half of the inning. Every other time, it has to be when that that pitcher has to start that inning. And then mm. that also adds a strategic element yeah, for, for the managers to say, okay, hey, this is this is when I'm going to bring him in, or, or no, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to leave my starter out there and you know hope he can get me through the rest of this. So, I, what do you think? I mean, do you think that would be something feasible that the MLB could do? Um,
2: and it- Point of view of the MLB, that could be – because, you know, they value tradition of baseball, yeah. you know. It's the p- national pastime. It would be too much for the MLB, I feel like, because that is also throwing in a new element into the entire game, and I don't think they want to change it that much. Because what I see with the MLB, what they're doing, they just try to make it – as of right now, they're trying to make it more viewer-friendly, you know, faster breaks, faster innings, yeah. which they've done because they have those – Timers in between innings, in which have actually have done a pretty good job. And
1: they're they're um, they just started uh, the pitch the actual pitch clock uh, mm-hmm. in the minors. Oh, so, they did. Yeah, I got, don't know.
2: if I like that because that gives an advantage to the base runners. You know, if it's on the way down, you know they're gonna steal when they it's can. They three, can two, one, out, go. Right? Yeah, they can
1: time that it out. It's almost like a yeah, a, a starter box, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm I'm I guess baseball is probably doing the most to try to be. Proactive in in making changes rather than football, which is very slow and very reactive. So, but
2: anyways. I mean, I don't know if it's just me. Going to a football game, like, I went one time. It was an okay experience. But, I mean, I'd rather stay home. And I feel like. Yeah. 50% of America feels the exact same way. Yeah, and I don't want to go,
1: even baseball, I don't want to go. Baseball's pretty fun. I, I don't want to. Especially at wanna... Minute if,
2: if it was Arlington, 100 degrees, oh, no, yeah. no we were, way. We were
1: watching the, the Red Sox-Rangers game last night. Yeah. They had to sit through, you know, nasty heat, and they got just killed by the Red Sox. Yeah. And the only reason why the fans were staying was because it was 4th of July, and they wanted the firework display. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those poor parents out there with those yeah. miserable kids, I'm sure. All right, anyways, all right, so on to the All-Star Game Talk. So um big notable you know sort of situations here are um the Astros with three three starters, three starters that's right Altuve, Springer <laughs> and um uh, yeah. Carlos and uh, and then you got the Nationals also mm-hmm. with three so um i, I guess that The the big one here for and I hate to harp on the Astros but Jose Altuve you know makes his fifth appearance in just six seasons uh, making four consecutive starts uh, and the All Star game uh, ties him with all these appearances ties him with Lance Berkman for the Mm -hmm. second most in Astros history. I actually have a question
2: for you, Jake. Yes. If you were to leave off one of those Astros out of the three, who would you leave off? Who would you knock off? Who would I leave off? Out of out of those
1: three. I would not leave off Altuve, mm. and I would probably leave off. I would leave off Springer. I'd you leave would off George.
2: even his leadoff. Like, I, I I would leave off George
1: because you could put Altuve in the leadoff position, and he would do just fine. Yeah, he would I do guess. just fine. I mean, uh, we were the talking
2: Al- earlier with Dick. There's no really point anymore to the All-Star Game because of well, the yeah. Home field advantage. They took that rule away. So.
1: Well, and and so you don't like that, right? You want the home field advantage. No, no, I I'm okay
2: with it. No, I think it's putting too much pressure on the All Star game because well, an All Star game is supposed to be a break.
1: It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed yeah. to be enjoyable. But why am I? But gonna, not too enjoyable. You no, know? it's supposed don't to be. Don't make it
2: enjoyable. like a joke. Don't make it like a where they're doing like crazy like jump throws every play. You know? I want
1: bat flips with ground out singles. <laughs> I want bat flips with with. Every uh, three pitch strikeout. I want just as much fun, and it, I want it to be like a European soccer match. So there's people literally dying after the games. <laughs> like that's uh, that's so much fun. People actually care, and they get more passionate, and and then ticket sales increase, and they go through the roof. And yeah. I don't know why baseball is so afraid of. Well, of I mean, they do have fun. the home
2: run derby. I think that's where they let all the home run hit and go to, and then they. They're more serious for the All Star game. No,
1: I want a keg at each base, and I want <laughs> keg stands if you hit a grand slam at home base. Like that's, come on, that's fun. That's, that's such a,
2: a Jake suggestion.
1: It, it may be a Jake <laughs> suggestion, but come on, it's fun. It's enjoyable, yeah. and and I don't think the All Star is something that has nothing to do with actual regular season play, because it's not like you know beat writers are, are putting these guys in mm-hmm. the game. It's it's fan base. Yeah, if fans fans vote these guys in. And so why why would a fan choice event have anything any sort of consequence on the regular or on the postseason?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. It should have no effect on the World Series, but I still think I, I wish there was something they could play for that wasn't that serious. But I still want them to play for something. Well, I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> what are you going to play for? I mean, yeah. it's it's the NFL makes them play for a million dollar bonus.
2: There should be a cool trophy. Like honestly, if that was the Prize, I'd be okay with me.
1: And uh, fun for the rest I, I guess of you you can see, you know, Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge just like going neck and neck <laughs> at each other for this, you know, I don't know, whatever stupid trophy they came <laughs> up with, but they just it, it was it was too serious. And mm-hmm. and it, I agree with it, that. It made it fun to watch. It, you know, it made it enjoyable. It did. I'm not going to say that it wasn't a fun event to watch because you saw the managers, you know, actually take it serious and actually try really hard and It's and kind go. of
2: funny because I mean, with the All Star, like the pitchers are so good, and sometimes, and most of the time, good pitching will, will supersede good hitting. So oh, yeah. the games go by like hour, hour and a half. Yeah, they're and real quick. Like and there, there's less, things. there's less
1: commercial breaks because you know because there's not. Their their pitchers are going full innings. There's not as many in the middle of an inning change
2: because you can start throwing the guys who are throwing 100 in like the fourth and inning because you got like six of them. Well,
1: and so like the the American or the the National League starting pitchers mm-hmm. are just nasty. I mean, mm-hmm. you, uh, oh, oh. you've got uh, what. Kershaw, you've got uh, Granky. Where's my other ones? It
2: sucks that the Astros have to;
1: those three guys have to hit against all these people. Well, yeah. Okay, so um, oh goodness gracious, I had them all written down and I can't find it. Um, anyways, yeah. But but then you look at the uh, you look at the American League side of mm-hmm. things with not as good. The starters aren't as good. Yeah.
2: Well, Keiko got voted in, but he's well, hurt, so yeah, so he won't be in it.
1: Mm-hmm. But you've got. Um, Oh, you've got um, Andrew Miller, mm. and then you've got the uh, Betances. Yeah, Betances Is Chapman? No, on Chapman's team? not in oh, there. Oh, really? No, no, no. Um,
2: I think he's had an off year.
1: Yeah, it just hasn't been as stellar. Mm. And then you've got um. The, oh, I'm blanking on the Red Sox closer, and I'm a Red Sox fan. I should, you know, <laughs> I belong in a very dead bad place for that. Um. Anyways, whatever. Who cares? What the closer for the Red Sox is in there as well, and. Um those three are probably the three best, you know, finishing pitchers, and you could bring those in starting in the fifth, and they would just dominate yeah. the rest oh, of the yeah. game. I mean, if and, you really
2: wanted to be strategic. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, Miller could,
1: Andrew Miller could go pitch you, you know, the fifth, sixth, and seventh, and then you could bring in your your two other uh your two other closers and just that was it, a ball mm-hmm. game, game yeah, over. Yeah. Because they're they're not gonna give up I they I think they combined for an average of like 1.91 ERA to this point of the season, no.
2: It's in some insane number,
1: But I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't really have I, – I, an all-star game is supposed to be fun, Yeah. and it's not – I not mean, with the NBA have.
2: one, I think the MLB is afraid to – because you've seen the NBA all-star games. Yeah. Zero defense, you know, they're yeah. just lobbing. Well, it's the same as the NFL. Yeah. That's what the NFL Yeah, they're just has. throwing Hail Marys every play, you know, just go and get the ball, but – I feel like the MLB is just trying to avoid it being too.
1: Yeah, but you're not going to have a pitcher go out there and not pitch. Yeah, like exactly. A pitchers can't pitch, you know, softer. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it, it just doesn't work for them that yeah. way. It's it's different. And so batters are going to go up there and try to put on the biggest amount of show mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. And so they're going to, um, they're they're gonna. Yeah, Kimbrel. There we go. Yeah, Kimbrel. Kimbrel. Yeah, there you go. It was bugging me. It was was bugging me, too. I didn't want to say it on the air, though. It's in the back of my brain. (laughs) God, Kimbrel. Okay, got it out there. Yeah, between Batances, Kimbrel, and uh, Miller, yeah, that's the greatest three relief pitchers in an all-star game, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're going to go to our mid-hour break, and we are going to come back, and we're going to start the talk of uh, NBA basketball, all the movement, everything that's going on there. Um but yeah, get in there. Let me know what you think about the uh, about the baseball talk. I want to I want to hear some feedback from uh, from my fans, from my listeners, uh, YouTube or Facebook, Jake from Sports Talk. Email me, Jake from Sports Talk at gmail.com, or call into the show, uh, the station at IR Lone Star. And you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on irlonestar.com. We'll be right back.
0: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? The Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio.
1: Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. If you're just joining us, we were uh, talking about baseball basically through the uh, entirety of the show, minus a little bit of basketball at the very beginning, but uh, yeah, we, we, we've had some good baseball discussions. If you've missed any of the show, you can go catch all the uh, replays on uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, what's the other one? Not SoundCloud, sorry. Google, Google Play, Play and iTunes. iTunes. You know, you think I've, I've been here long enough. I'd know, you know, everything. That, that, you know, beautiful voice you're hearing over there is our intern at the station, Mr. Jaden. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here.
2: Great summer day, July 5th. Something you just called me un-American,
1: you? like literally the day after 4th of July. <laughs> I'm, this is your last day. <laughs>
2: All right, guys. I won't be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. we kidding. We love Jaden. He's,
1: he's helped us out a ton around the station here. So, but all right, we're gonna um, we're gonna get into the NBA kind of talk now. And Jaden is my expert, I guess you would say, on the NBA stuff. He he likes the nerdy side of this yeah. as far as the trades go. But um yeah, no, like we we opened up the show. Big stories coming out of the uh, Indiana Pacers trading uh, Paul George to Oklahoma City. And then Gordon Hayward announcing last night that he is going to the Celtics. Um, let's start with well, and then I guess everything else. Blake Griffin staying mm-hmm. in L.A. LA yeah. with the Clippers. Um, let's see who. What other big name trades? The Kings got a couple veterans to yeah, help out George their kids. George Hill
2: and uh, Zach Randolph. I mean, and then yeah, I mean,
1: and then the I guess the two key ones out of the entire off season, Not sexy, not beautiful, but the two key ones are Kevin Durant and uh, Curry returning to Golden State, and that basically won them the championship for Mm. 2018. So, uh, (laughs) but (laughs) I guess the good thing about all... Not yet, Jake. No, it's done. It's signed. Just go ahead and give him the trophy (laughs) for the next two years. Uh, The good thing about all this is is that um, the imagination can run wild here with this, Mm. and so the the Hayward move because the, the Paul George move is is I insignificant
2: like, yeah it's it's just gonna be a one year rental yeah you know? and
1: and so it's not gonna make a difference and it's not gonna make a difference this year maybe a sixth seed fifth sixth I was talking to somebody about that yesterday I said it it basically locked the uh, the OKC a playoff up, spot up for maximum sixth seed yeah maximum they're not gonna they're, they'll they'll make the playoffs but they're not gonna be higher than a sixth seed I don't think that Paul George and um, Russell will get along at really? all. I don't think they're going to play well together.
2: Um, Well, Paul George isn't as good of a shooter as Kevin Durant, obviously. So you're going to have to rely on his athletic ability a lot more. And, I mean, yes, they're both athletic, but is that really recipe for no. winning, going far
1: in the playoffs? But Paul George is going to get – he can shoot, it, it, but he's not KD. Yeah, how, how many touches is he going to get a game?
2: Not as much as it was in Indiana, for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, you never know with superstars. I mean, he is a superstar. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. But I, you never know how
1: they're going to deal with that. If I'm him, if I'm Paul George, I'm taking the season off. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and just try as little as I possibly can, save my body, and basically make it a one-year hell vacation in Oklahoma City. Because, I mean,
2: you never know what Russell is telling him, though. You know, he could be telling him. Like we got it. We could if we stay here, we could stay
1: for a while. Paul but, George is not staying in Oklahoma but, City. Yeah, the whole reason I, why he wanted to get out of Indiana was because he was in Indiana. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in Indiana. Not even people who live in Indiana want to be there.
2: Uh, Russ is probably gonna leave with him
1: too. <laughs> probably they'll probably go to
2: the Lakers together, and then. They'll, and you think LeBron will join him?
1: Yeah. Well, my brother I, thinks the same thing. I, I, well, I don't know about that either, because you got to look at the banana boat brothers going here right now. <laughs> This see. This is the imagination part. This is what I actually like about this is because I can make fantasy draft yeah, yeah. M- and free agency moves all I want. Chris Paul signing for one year mm-hmm. essentially with uh, the Rockets. You think he'll stay more than one year? No, no. I think I think he'll try to he'll try to pair up with LeBron, mm. whether it's in Cleveland or I don't think it'll be back in I don't I don't know if it'll be back in LA. I don't know if Chris Paul will go back to LA. Yeah. But you yeah. know who will have some you know room. Will be the Knicks. Oh. Where the other banana boat brother is up the there, Knicks, the up Knicks. there with oh uh, Carmelo. You you don't think that would happen? You don't you don't see the the, the Knicks bringing in LeBron James mm. and and CP three. The percent of that's under ten percent. Where's your imagination?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just. It's been a I, – I honestly haven't been alive for the Knicks to be good, good. I mean, they – I'm neither. Well, I was, they were, I was alive. They were like but, two seed when the Heat were really good. But, I mean, the Heat would always just sweep them away. Yeah. So.
1: so but, I mean, do you think that the Banana Boat brothers – because who, who's the four? It's uh, LeBron, Carmelo, um, CP3, and – There's one more. Uh, is it Tristan? No, it's not, Tri- uh, not Tristan. Um, Irving, isn't it not – I don't know, but I, those three—just those three. Those three. Do you think those three will ever end up in the same in the same uniform? Um, I mean,
2: regardless of if, if they do it or not, they'll be probably 34 going on in their careers, so they're not going to be as good as they used to. But it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Yeah, but do
1: you think you can get enough young pieces? Not expensive, but young pieces, good draft pieces, like like Tatum. I mean, have you seen yeah. what Tatum's been doing mm. in the in the D, or not, summer TV, the summer league. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for him it's, with the Celtics.
2: It's just there's just so much moving around the NBA like I can barely keep track of it, but um, if that is if that does happen, the other pieces will have to be young because obviously those three are gonna take a large load of the cap space.
1: Yeah, and the, I got a um. Uh, a, a fan just emailed me. He said the uh, fourth one is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. And is it the yeah? And and then he added on to it. The four will be way too old by the time it actually happens to the point where Talk they about still a won't be good. D Wade needs a year uh, old. Oh yeah, D-Wade. especially
2: with Chicago's whole that, situation, they're completely gutted. That was a nightmare and a half. And yeah, it was.
1: Poor Chicago. Mm-hmm. They they need to just they need to bring back MJ and and put they're, him they're, suit him back up and they'd do better.
2: Their whole dynasty was, like, looking bright with, like, D-Rose and then, like, Joakim No. When D-Rose was, like, MVP, like, they were looking straight up and then the ACLs just turned him straight around. Well, I, and then Chicago. he doesn't
1: care. about Like, he had his first ACL injury and he was like, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, he just I, 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 I I moved straight to, to his, after his career. Yeah, and, I mean, that's that's fine, but don't come collect a paycheck. Mm, yeah. He,
2: no, you, I he, mean, if, yeah, he was, what, 23, 24? You're already he, thinking about that? I mean that's focus okay. It.
1: It's it there's nothing wrong with preparing and looking forward to the future, but yeah. you've got to try now. Yeah.
2: You got to focus on what the task at hand.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I I just and then and then Hayward to the Celtics is great. I mean, that's a great pickup for mm-hmm. the Celtics. That makes their team still not past Cleveland. But it's no. not past Cleveland. And that's and that's the worst part about this whole thing. It's mm-hmm. it, it, As much as there has been change in the NBA,
2: much isn't gonna change, like in the standings. No. Oh, in the standings well, in the back. But if the Celtics, because
1: the Celtics with what getting seed were Hayward they this past year, were they two seed? Oh no, they no, were they one were, seed. No, they won. Yeah, That's they won right. the they That's won the, right. the East. Um, but with with them getting Hayward, they're gonna have to get rid of Olenek, mm-hmm. and if they get rid of Olenek, well, they're gonna have to get rid of Olenek to clear up some yeah. cap space. But I think they need to get a another dominant big. And what about Oladipo?
2: Oladipo, he's in Indiana because of the. Uh, OKC trade, right?
1: Oh, did he get?
2: I think he got moved to Indiana. Oh, or I
1: did didn't. May... Was it a
2: three-team trade? I don't.
1: I thought it was just a two-team straight-up trade for. Um... Oh no no no! Yeah, you're right. You're right. He mm-hmm. did end up. in yeah. yeah. Oh well, never mind. That 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 one's <laughs> off of the. What? What other big could they go get?
2: There's like those free agent guys. Like my brother mentions Greg Monroe a lot. He wants Greg. Yeah, but
1: nah, those aren't like. No, that's the, they can't go get a, a mediocre. Who knows, Andrew Biden may come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Um, we have another player saying that um, Blake Griffin is overrated and glad that he's staying and not coming to the Celtics. We uh, were literally talking about uh, that before yeah, the show. I guess we have more celtics fans out there than i thought blake Um, griffin
2: the deal with him he's not a player to build your franchise around but he is a great asset
1: do you think he's a great asset i I think i think he's he's,
2: pretty good i think he's a he can he can start to develop an outside shot which is he's getting valuable nowadays
1: yes he's getting there but he's I don't know. To me, he, he he's not a team player. He's not somebody you can you can. He hasn't proven himself. In you my can't opinion put too. if you put him with other superstars, all they're gonna do are, are, is butt heads. Yeah. If I were, I mean, if the
2: Clippers were good and made it out of the first round, event like recently, then I'd think of him as better. But they haven't made it out.
1: And can we just you know go ahead and rename the Clippers to the uh, Rivers team with with Doc, <laughs> oh, and, yeah, Doc, Doc and, Austin. and Austin? The fact that he's the the fact that Austin is still there is. is <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable uh but yeah it's it's a lot of fun to play this imaginary you know what if you know sort yeah. of thing with the nba but it it's it's terrible because at the end of the day there's not a whole lot you can do
2: the Warriors really screwed over the entire
1: NBA. But they didn't say it. I don't. I don't. I mean, not I'm on not, purpose. I'm not, I'm not mad at them, right? I'm always mad at the Warriors. <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> mad at them. They didn't do it in a back, you know, shady kind of way. They did it straight up, straightforward. And, and I, 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 you have to commend them for. you yeah. not just necessarily going out and buying everything. Yeah. Now they did buy KD, which bought them their second championship. Mm-hmm. But you know, nonetheless. KD stayed. He took a $9 million pay cut to stay there, and they basically took that $9 million a year and turned around and gave it to. In my opinion, Curry.
2: I think KD deserves the money. Not Curry. But Curry's been there longer, so that's why they gave him the money. The well, max.
1: so,
2: okay, so do you think. Because KD's it, better so, than Steph. So is Curry. It,
1: it's KD's team? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, it's
2: Steph's because he's been there. But, but like. But is it KD? Then why does skills KD wise? The money? Skills wise? KD, KD can score. At will. If you need points, give him the ball. But Steph, he'll turn it over. But he can who, shoot. But he then whose sh- team is it? KD. KD. He, he headlined it, too. When they won, everyone was like, oh, KD, 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 you know?
1: How do you think Curry feels about that?
2: I think he's fine. I mean, he's you know, getting paid he's, more anyway, I guess so I don't get, think He's getting $155 he for five years. I don't really prefer Curry's spot. I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't mind not being in the spotlight, but... Well, I would, I would, I would
1: actually prefer curry spot, yeah, yeah. Cause you're because you're not in this, you're not in this the way, and you're getting paid yeah. a lot more money. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's just one of those things where I, I like. Uh, that's the only exciting thing that's going on in ba- our basketball right now is because it's just pure chaos what and, ifs? and what if. So, all right, guys, we got to take our last and final break. Uh, but when we do come back, we are going to highlight. I, w- I warned you a couple weeks back that I might do this if we had a. A Slow humor weekend in sports And we had that this past weekend And now I'm going to highlight My favorite commentator In all of all, Everyone, America's it, favorite America's favorite Come back, stay tuned, find out here on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1 And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com Who is America's Favorite commentator <laughs> Welcome back. I can't believe we've almost hit an hour already, um, man. The talking just, I can I listen, listen to my voice for hours on end.
2: <laughs> I couldn't. No, I'm sure you
1: couldn't. <laughs> I'm sure you and a lot of America probably agree with that. <laughs> you are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1 and worldwide on Star.com. Come and follow the show. Facebook, Jake from Sports Talk. YouTube, Jake from Sports Talk. Email me at Jake from Sports Talk at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, and let me know if you agree with the world's favorite commentator, Joe Buck, because I love this man. This man provides me with the most unlimited amount of just spectacular comic relief and just pure poking fun at the man.
2: But, as professional as he tries to be, it will never work.
1: Well, and it's terrible. I, You know, I wish my daddy was a famous broadcaster, so I could be a famous <laughs> broadcaster, too, you know, but my daddy's a banker and that doesn't get me into broadcasting. But uh, so when we close out the show, I usually try to do every week, just pure comical nature of, of what funny things happen from the sports week uh, that we just passed over. And uh, the first one is uh, from the, uh, pacquiao, pacquiao the pacquiao uh, yeah. Horn fight from this past weekend. So if you if you didn't watch the fight, I didn't watch the fight, and Jaden did. He uh, got robbed. And he got pacquiao robbed. got robbed. He got robbed, apparently. And uh, the commentator that was— that Teddy was, Atlas. Teddy Atlas that was doing the fight, famous boxing commentator, um, he apparently did not agree with the decision at all not and, at all he, he did not out,
2: agree with it at all
1: he went on a little rant before interviewing mr horn himself and then once he interviewed mr horn he it was very he, straightforward very straightforward. we'll
2: play the clip well that'll do it <laughs> teddy atlas straight up to jeff horn's face said you lost son. you lost
1: i i thought you you had i mean recap he said I, I know that was a bad video but he said i i thought you you had a good fight and i thought you you landed some good punches but i thought you lost and stra- i mean straight to horn's face and horn was just you know if horn
2: was okay with it i don't I, think he it. because that, like, i don't think
1: horn could argue about it i, yeah. I mean horn it was, he i mean from what i saw of the highlights the he he lost so yeah, they were going to call a fight because he was in
2: such bad shape and he ended up winning I don't know how did that the, did, correlates. The, did the judges come out and and explain It was the the ref was probably seconds away from just calling it cuz he was so beat up. Like, but did the
1: judges come out and explain why? Oh,
2: no, I don't think so. And I mean there's a big suspicion that they're Australian cuz they fought in Horn's hometown. Yeah. So there's suspicion that, you know, they're biased. They want they wanted Horn to win, they want a new champion.
1: Pacquiao's just gotten screwed over so many yeah, times. No, like. that's
2: what Atlas is saying. He was talking about this whole culture where get a trophy even if you tried yeah and he, he said give it to the winner give it to Pacquiao you know
1: speaking of getting a trophy just for trying or just for showing up or just for having Buck as a last name <laughs> now on our Joe Buck uh, commentary so this first video is if you're a Giants fan or if you're a fan of football the greatest catch in NFL history in, in Super Bowl history when uh, Tyree catches the ball on his helmet in the Super Bowl against the Patriots This this is how Joe Buck decides to call this catch.
0: Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree.
1: Inside the 25 and a... no mention of, of, of how he caught it. No mention of, of anything other than Eli Manning slightly scrambling out of the pocket. Manning was literally being dragged down by his jersey and somehow breaks free with his, you know, gumpy Down syndrome body and, and makes it out and throws out into, you Yeah, know, that was pretty triple, monotone. Triple coverage, and he traps the ball on his helmet, which... I, no. Just No mention of any of this. I, I, and Joe oh.
2: catches it at the twenty-five. Oh,
1: he's down. Joe Buck frustrates me, irritates me like no other. And the next clip, he does the same thing. It, it, it's a kicking, opening kickoff of a game, and here's Joe Buck at his finest.
0: We're glad you're with us. It's teed up. It's ready to go. Enjoy. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell.
2: Mitchell. Mitchell.
1: What's happening, Joe? What's <laughs> happening? Oh, he's down to the twenty. How did he get to the twenty-five?
2: Mitchell. Like- that's all I gotta say, Joe. All oh, I know is his name is
1: Mitchell. <laughs> Joe, you're a dang commentator. Yeah. Commentate the On bleeping the game, game yeah. for the love of the. Oh man, I wanted.
2: Ah, Jake, Jake,
1: Jake. What if that was our radio show? Just oh, saying it, people's oh, names. That's what we should. Apparently, that's what we need to do. And then, <laughs> then you, you and I, and Jaden, we can become famous and just Jaden, Jake, Jaden, Jake, Jayden. Jake. <laughs> All right. So the last show, or the last clip, I'm going to show you is is my favorite of, of Joe Buck because this truly shows you how intelligent Joe actually is and I'm I'm not even going to let you know yeah, what no, actually... the title
2: of the YouTube video is Joe Buck is an idiot so A- and, and and and
1: there's no need to explain what's actually going on in the game because this has nothing to do with the game it's just highlighting that Joe himself is proving to the world that Joe is an idiot Well here it is
0: are on the stop and let's check in with Chris Myers Joe uh, Sean Alexander's wearing a customized cleat. Uh, they're all going the, the team is going with a five eight inch uh, up from the normal half inch but he has a three quarter inch a three pronged cleat on the front of his shoe to help him get better grip so far in this game though he's been frustrated by the Bears defense not the field. I wish I knew which was longer three-eighths or a half or five eights. Here's. Heller. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the catch spins forward. No, it's good. It gets better. It up two. You played in the NFL. What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or? Uh, five eighths is a little longer. There we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor Troy. Poor Troy Aikman, the, the Hall of Fame quarterback, having Put to, on the spot with such a tough question. Having to be, you know, side by side with Joe Buck for the, the remainder of his career. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Well, I. I that's why I love Joe Buck so much, is he provides me with the the stupidity that he is. <laughs> so, I don't know,
2: Jake. Is five eighths longer than one half? Or is uh, one half bigger than five
1: eighths? Well, I well, I have to pull out my Joe Buck calculator for that one. So <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. That circus is over. We're done. We're out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you missed any part of the show, if you want to go back and, and follow up on the Joe Buck clips, I'll have him posted up on, uh, on my YouTube page at Jake from Sports Talk. I'll have him up uh, on Facebook at Jake from Sports Talk. And you can email me about the show. Let me know what you think at Jake from, or Jake from Sports Talk at gmail.com. And always, always follow the station. Follow it on Facebook. Follow it on YouTube. IR Lone Star, our Lone Star Community Radio. Download the app. Go visit the website. Tell us what you think. Jake, our station manager, is wonderful. He always loves helping us out. He always loves the feedback and everything. And you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, coming to you live from downtown beautiful Conroe, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, guys, till next Wednesday, be good.